and I'm Kat, and this is The Daily Dose of Randomness, um, the show where we take several random prompts, like three, and turn them into a story. So I think it's Bailey's turn to go first. All right. Well, mine is going to be... Weaving tennis and vegetables. Weaving's the thing that like kn- like knitters do, right? Uh, like sort of. weaving almost? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. We'll go with it. Have you ever heard of Bo Schmo Mago? No. Bo Schmo Mago was a great tennis player. He was so great, in fact, he played with a carrot. Whoa. For those of you who don't know, a carrot is a vegetable. <laughs> I thought it was a fruit. Bo Schmo Mago was so good with tennis with this carrot that he had to get his own specialized carrot. He called it the Quan. The Quan. The Why? Quan. I don't know. <laughs> he he was a very special kid. Anyway, he went through so many games with the Quan, and he began to love his carrot <laughs> racket thing. Until one sad day during the Tennis Olympic 2018, he broke his carrot while hitting it for the 5,674th time. That's a very specific number. Yes, that's how many games he's played with the carrot. That's impressive, actually, that a carrot would last that long. Right, especially playing tennis with it. Anyway, he needed to get a new one, but he only wanted to play with a carrot. He refused to play with a racket. He refused to play with a potato. He refused to play with any form of vegetable. Well, then. So, Bo Shmo Mago went to visit Grandma Graham. At least she has a, like, pronounceable name. Somewhat. (laughs) Grandma Graham was a very well-renowned weaver. And she was the best at the craft. So, Bo Shmo Mago went over to Graham Graham (laughs) and asked her, Graham Graham, can you make me another carrot? Well, Sonny, <laughs> said Graham Graham, I'll have to weave it out of wood, but it won't be a carrot. It won't be as strong, but you'll win every match after. Ooh. He couldn't resist. Bo Mago took the deal and ran off with it. So, Bo Mago, now owning every single piece of waved carrot, that the only weaved carrot, actually, began to win every single game until it broke. The end. That's that's a good story, actually. Right? (laughs) Although I really have no idea how you play tennis with a carrot. He must have been really good. Really entertaining. (laughs) I don't know. I would get carrot everywhere. And tennis balls Especially nowhere. Especially it was a weaved carrot, so it was made out of wood. It's just wood chips flying <laughs> all over the place. All right, Kat, it's your turn. Yours is... Whales, newspapers, and communism. Okay. Well... Basically the Cold War. Yeah, basically. <laughs> okay, so there was once... A whale whose name was Humphrey. Nice. And Humphrey lived in the Atlantic Ocean, and he had cousins living in the Pacific Ocean that he never saw, but he could talk to them 
through the great under America telephone line. It's very Pacific. <laughs> uh. Okay, that is such a bad joke, but that's okay. <laughs> um, the great American, the great under American telephone line, was a huge update that had just happened during Humphrey's life. Before that, the only time that he knew what his cousins were up to was when someone wrote about them in the newspaper, which wasn't very often because nobody really cared about what the whales in the Pacific were doing. Also, nobody reads newspapers. It's also true. (laughs) So, Humphrey had a stash of newspapers from prior to the time when the great under-American telephone line went in. And he slept on it every night because newspapers were more comfortable than coral reefs. Like, coral is just kind of hard and scratchy, you know. A little painful. But one night as he was sleeping, he had this dream that a large butterfly came and landed on his face. And when he woke up, what do you know? One of the newspapers he was sleeping on was on his face. Oh, my. He opened his eyes, and the first word that he saw was communism. And he was like, what, is, what does this word mean? Of course, so naturally. he went on a quest to find out what the word communism meant. Oh boy! The first thing he did was he called his cousins, who lived in the Pacific. And they were just going to bed because opposite time zones. <laughs> so they weren't real interested in talking to him, but they also had not heard of communism. But then he called some other more distant relatives who lived in the Arctic Circle. Narwhals. Uh-huh. <laughs> and asked them if they knew what communism meant. And they said that they had heard some peasants talking about that who lived in Russia. And he asked them, well, what does it mean? And they said, well, I think it means that all the bad people come live near us. Interesting. And I guess they were probably referring to, like, the practice of exiling people to Siberia. But Humphrey didn't know that, so he just thought that communism meant when criminals moved north. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. So the next time he went out with someone with this, like, pretty whale whose name was Herbertina, (laughs) um, the conversation... (laughs) for whatever reason, came around to Herbertina's best friend's brother, who liked to give her a very hard time. And Humphrey said he thought that perhaps they should adopt communism in order to deal with this. And Herbertina didn't think that was a good idea because Herbertina knew what communism actually was, and that was the end of that relationship. Dang. The end. Dang. That was so rabbit trail too. <laughs> I mean, at least it wasn't like the goat one last time. That's true. <laughs> Herbert Tina. At least something happened. Herbert, Tina, and Herbert were not meant to be. <laughs> Dang, I'm hurt. Probably not as hurt as hurt. But hey. All right, let's go live. The next one. Uh, let's see here. I have... Engineering funerals and mummies. Two of those go together, so... Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, boy. All right, here we go. A long time ago, 
not in a galaxy far, far away because that's copyrighted. <laughs> in the land of Egypt, there was a pharaoh by the name of Shoma Mama Nima Momo Mima Nebabobo Nemanabako. <laughs> I dare you to use his name again. <laughs> Shimanima Mama Nama Nima Nomo Mama Nama Chimanama Shimanamamoko. Listeners, Don't think that was the same. Tell me if that was the same in the comments. Fantastic. We'll move on. But everybody called him Smo. <laughs> S-M-O. Now, Smo the Pharaoh was one of the best pharaohs that ever lived. He ruled with a not quite iron fist, more like a bronze fist because they didn't eh. really have iron at the time. Okay. That's a good point. And he loved his people so much until one <laughs> day the engineer... Flimo Bobo Karatero Seratero Oh goodness, you're just on the names today. Fro, for short, was building his great pyramid. But he built it wrong. You see, he designed it like an oval. Oh. And they did not wow, have he the really did technology to withstand an oval. I guess that's fair. So they got two blocks high and it immediately fell and <laughs> they couldn't figure out what to do. Well, Smo came up to see what Fro was doing. And as they were building up the blocks, Smo was standing under it looking at the greatness of the two blocks that was <laughs> trying to be ovular shaped. And the blocks fell on his head. Ooh, that's not good. So, being a pharaoh, they immediately began the mummification process. And they lined him up with all of the mummies, including his mummy. Mm-hmm. Mummy. <laughs> Long names and bad jokes. I don't know. <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, and they lined him up with all the mummies, and they began to start the process. Now, if you know anything about the process, it's a little gross. I'm not going to share you the uh, details, but yeah. it just know it's gross. <laughs> But then, Fro had an idea. You see, being an engineer, he's always coming up with great ideas, except for the ovular pyramids <laughs> that just doesn't even remotely make sense. He decided, we need to have a funeral for Schmo. That makes sense. Right, to honor his greatness and show what he did. And so, they created the first ever funeral. And the way it went down was, after the mummification process... They carried the body throughout the town, and everybody bowed before the body, and flowers were thrown everywhere, and people were praising the name. <laughs> otherwise known as Smo. Uh huh. Once the funeral procession was done, they went to the ovular shaped pyramid. It wasn't really inside. a pyramid. Oh, yeah, it's like three bricks now. Three bricks. Yeah, they put him inside of there, and they just kind of covered it with clay. <laughs> so Schmo the pharaoh and Fro the engineer ended up creating the game basketball. The end. Wow. I'm impressed that the game of basketball could come out of that. Right? <laughs> All it took was just one ovular pyramid. And one brick falling on some... Yep. Uh, some Go ahead. Try it. No. Go ahead. Do it. No, I can't. <laughs> oh, that's grand. I really want to know if I said that the same way both times. All right. 
I think we got time for one more. And yours are. Nah, I don't want that <laughs> one. Pipe. No. Nope. You already got one of those. Nope. No. <laughs> Hunting shells and bridges. Ah. Okay. Well. Once upon a time, there was a guy whose name was Peter. Peter. Because I don't make up long names. Dang unlike it. someone. <laughs> um, Peter was in love with a lovely girl named Sarah. And he thought that they had been together for a while and the relationship was pretty serious. So he was thinking about trying to propose. And he thought to himself, well, what's the best way for me to propose? Because Sarah is clearly going to say yes if I do something impressive and say no if I just don't, like, if I don't, like, actually, like, try. You gotta go all out. Yeah. So, he was like, well, let me think. Where did we first meet? Uh Uh-oh. And he thought to himself about that for a while he could remember seeing sarah a lot before he finally got the courage to ask her out but he thought the first time was probably when he was going for a walk in the park and standing on a bridge playing poo sticks on the bridge have you ever played poo sticks i have not it's from winnie the pooh you like throw a stick over into the water and then run to the other side and see whether your stick comes out before your friend's stick Oh my word, you all need lice. (laughs) Well, the really sad thing is he was doing it by himself because he didn't even have any friends who were, like, free at the time. I feel that. (laughs) Um, So he was playing poo sticks by himself. And what do you know, down in the water he saw this little girl skipping stones because, you know, they were, like, six or seven at the time. When else would you play poo sticks? Right, right. Um... And he thought that was the first time he could remember seeing her. So he thought maybe he could take her back to that bridge and propose to her there. So he did that. He said, hey, Sarah, let's go for a date in the park. Sounds like fun, you know, kind of romantic. So they were walking along. They come to the bridge. He pulls this like bouquet of flowers out of his jacket where he had not very well concealed it. Sarah knew it was there, but she still acted surprised because... She figured that if he was hiding it in his coat, he probably wanted her to be surprised. Well, yeah. <laughs> and so... Hello, Siri. Siri, what are Siri you doing? Siri interrupting <laughs> the story. Okay, we're putting Siri away. Um, so where was I? Oh, he pulled out this bouquet of flowers and handed it to her and said, These are for you, sweetheart. And then he, like, said, And I have a question for you. I don't know how guys propose because I've never been proposed it's, to. It's, so. it's, a, it's an art form. <laughs> so we'll just pretend that Pete is as bad at it as I am. And then he got down on one knee and asked her, well, he started to ask her, um, Sarah, will you, um, but at that moment, a shot went off and a shotgun oh, shell no. landed right between them. Dang. Yeah, and a hunter came out of the wood and said, where's the deer? I was hunting, and I saw a deer, and I tried to shoot it, and I think I got it. And Peter was like, no, you just ruined my proposal. The end. I don't know why I can't tell happy stories today. Dang. 
Well, that's all the time we got for you. Join us next time on Daily Dose of Randomness. I'm Bailey. And I'm Kat. Kat.